it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for another edition of the SmackDown Study. This is your SmackDown Study for February 26th, 2021. Another good episode of SmackDown. Again, like these two hours tonight kind of flew like I was, you know, tweeting along, and the next thing I look up, and it's 9.30. I'm like, an hour and a half really just go by that quickly? Damn. <laughs> so that's that's how I like my wrestling. It just goes, and you're not sitting there struggling like on some other nights going, oh, my God, it's only 8.45. Uh So, we are going to get right into this show. Keep this short and sweet tonight. So, SmackDown. Kicking off tonight. As per usual, this seems to be the thing. At least for like the last, like I don't know, six weeks or so. <laughs> show opens up with Roman Reigns. Uh, with uh, Paul Heyman and Jey Uso. Roman basically talking about how you know, he's here to, you know, save the show. And, well, because of him, you know, Elimination Chamber was a great pay-per-view. And, you know, he he pulled SmackDown along by himself and says that it was nearly perfect. The only reason why it wasn't perfect was because of Edge. And if those of you who watch Elimination Chamber know exactly what he's talking about, where after Roman defeats an already battered and beaten Daniel Bryan, celebrates like he was in a 30 man, you know, 30 minute match, only to get speared out of his boots by Edge, and Edge making his decision that he will be facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal title. Wasn't very happy about it. But he wasn't the only one that has, you know, some beef with Roman. Daniel Bryan himself comes out, got something to say. 
basically telling Roman that, you know, he expected, you know, the tribal chief, the head of the table to have, you know, a main event match. When it came to Elimination Chamber, you know, but instead, you know, he, he has second match on the card and he questions, you know, Roman's integrity going, you know, you think head of the table would, you know, like a main event, but would that be too much time for me to recover? So poking those holes in Roman's armor. So Daniel Bryan basically saying at this point after that that he wants to, you know, remove all doubt. Basically just challenges Roman for a universal title match at Fastlane. Well, Jey Uso clearly not having it. Basically gets in Bryan's face and says, nah. I said, you're not going to go to the champ. If you're going to do that, you're going to go through the right-hand man first. I'm like, all right. I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, well, we're going to have uh, Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. Probably in the main event, because, you know, it's main event Jey Uso. So, obviously, it's a foregone conclusion what's going to happen. We end up having a little scrap. Daniel Bryan gets tossed over the guardrail. And uh, some old boys are looking pretty good. Then we find out pretty much right after that main event for the night. Set Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. Daniel Bryan wins. He gets his match against Roman for Universal Title at Fastlane. Well, before that, we jumped in the ring. Had our first match of the night it was a tag team match, a rematch of last week. Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on the Alpha Academy of Chad Gable and Otis. And Otis and Gable get the win. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm i a big fan of aggressive Otis. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Chad's just manipulating him for obviously for his benefit. But it, it's working real well. Uh, I really like um, the chemistry together. So who's, we'll we'll see what happens going forward, but I can definitely I can definitely see um, some ta- possible ta- tag team gold in their future. <laughs> what a slap to Tucker that would be! But we'll see we'll see where this goes. But also speaking of new aggressive styles and new character shifts that I'm really enjoying. Let's talk about Apollo Crews for a second here. Now, when Apollo first showed up, I was all excited because I've seen his matches in the Indies and I was, I knew of his athleticism and it's just like, oh, he's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see what they do. And during his NXT run, he really seemed to miss the mark too. Which was kind of strange, especially for NXT, because NXT normally has been so, you know, almost 100% spot on with stars that come in. And then once he got to the main roster, he kind of just fizzled 
I mean, he he had some bright spots. He's you know he he won the U.S. title well back, and it was just I don't know. It just something seemed to be missing. Whatever that missing piece was, he's found it because now he's embracing his Nigerian royalty, you know, privilege, for lack of a better word. And the air of confidence that he has now when he talks is, it's fantastic. It, like, I believe it. And that's what you want your audience to do. You want them to believe what you're saying. So he had a match with Shinsuke Nakamura tonight, and it was fantastic. It was a great match by both guys. Got to show off their skills, and Apollo gets the win. However, he changes up his finisher, this time using a variation of the angle slam. And I'm just like, all right, using a more aggressive finisher than, you know, the standing moonsault that he used to do. You know, I consider that more of like a face type move because it's a shock and awe type of thing for the audience. But angle slam is there to, you know, drive you into the mat. Be forceful, be strong, and it's it's what Cruz needs to be. You know, talks about before the match uh, tonight, talking about you know showing the steel to both Big E, and he almost did it to Shinsuke too. So I like where this is going. Whether this eventually leads to a intercontinental championship reign down the road. I can see it at Mania. I can see uh, E going in as champion, and if uh, Apollo Crews is challenging him, I can see Apollo getting the win at WrestleMania. It'd be a huge boost for him. It wouldn't hurt E. And, yeah, so another one of those matches I'm looking forward to possibly happening. Even though it's we've seen it a whole bunch of times, this is a different Apollo Crews now. He's not the happy, smiley guy. He's going to, you know, kick your ass. So I'm 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 here to see it. After that, we had some women's action with Tamina picking up a big victory over Liv Morgan. It's nice to see Tamina getting some wins. Uh, her with with Natty. Um, speaking of you know legacy and royalty with, with Tamina and with uh, Natty, you know, that's that's uh <laughs> some pretty prominent names going back in wrestling. Um still love me some Riot Squad. Want them to do well. You know, we'll see, you know, how they are. Hopefully they don't start fading into the background. After that, we finally got to see who Bianca Belair's WrestleMania opponent is, but once again, not before. We get interrupted by Reginald, who finally gets himself his own theme music. For a split second, I th- it sounded like Enzo's, and I was just like, wait, what? But it was just the the tinging in the beginning, and it kind of threw me off for a split second there. Um, also, not going to lie, uh, Enzo Big Cass's theme song, low-key banger. I don't care how much of a shit human being Enzo is. The theme was on point. <laughs> But I digress. So Bianca makes her decision. She's going to be facing uh, Sasha Banks. 
which we all kind of saw coming and we all wanted it. So I'm glad we're getting it. That match, I that match should close night one. In my honest opinion, those two will steal the show. So they deserve that main event slot of night one. That's just my opinion, and I'm sure there are others that are agreeing with me at that as well. After that, we had some more tag team action. Street Profits taking on Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. It's interesting with Sami and Corbin. Obviously, they don't like one another. They're both heels. Sami's on this crusade to, you know, uncover the you know bias that's happening against him. And, you know, it's just, it's been great to see. It's probably some of his best work. Um, and obviously Baron Corbin's Baron Corbin. He's the king. Um, but there was talk of possibly those two having good chemistry together, which is true. They did when they qualified for elimination chamber and, you know, if they get on the same page, possibly can win tag titles. I think that would be amazing. Will it happen? No, not after this match. <laughs> Profits do get the victory. Um, Adam, Adam Cole, my God. Michael Cole making some type of pop joke, talking about a high tag team when it came to the Street Profits. And I was just like, really? You know that was fed by Vince or somebody back there trying to make a stupid joke. And I caught it, and I thought it was terrible. But I had to tweet about it because it's like, really? Really, guys? Really? <laughs> So, after that, we had Seth Rollins come out trying to get everybody to to continue to embrace the vision. I'm not going to lie. I am a big fan of Seth Rollins. I have been for a long time. His mic work is is amazing. Obviously, his in-ring work speaks for itself. So, I was very excited to see where this this would go. And within, like, seconds, Cesaro comes out. And obviously, those of you who know about how I speak about Up, Up, Down, Down and all the stuff that goes on, I love Cesaro as well. I, that man should be multi-time, uh, multi-time heavyweight champion at this point. And it, it is literally a crime against humanity that he has not been a world heavyweight champion or a universal champion or a WWE champion. Or any major title holder in WWE by now. It's 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 terrible. So Seth is trying to get Cesaro to embrace the vision. Let Seth lead Cesaro to the promised land, to all the titles, to everything that Cesaro's only dreamt of. And part of me was like, I kind of want to see it. You know, you put two of my favorites together and just have Seth just be insane like he is and Cesaro be the muscle and just. But that's not what we got, (laughs) which is fine because I also want to see them fight one another. Cesaro does this Cesaro swing that lasted for like five minutes. (laughs) Exaggerating a little bit, but oh my god, it was hilarious. And the best part about it, 
And this is why I love these two, and I want them to have a long feud. While right before Seth starts to get swung by a Cesaro, he still has the mic in his hand, and he's yelling at Cesaro, "Don't do it! Don't you let me go!" And he starts swinging. He's holding on to the mic still. He's like, "Ah!" You hear him yelling as he's going around, and I'm almost crying at this point. It's just. It's probably one of the funnier moments in, in a long time. And, you know, with everything that's been going on in this world the past year, year and a half, it's been – it's nice to get those moments. It's a special time between those two. So I really hope that this feud goes far and it's not like, oh, fast lane, and then we're done. I want it to go to Mania, maybe even farther on. Cesaro deserves it. Seth, obviously, we all know how great Seth is, and Seth will make Cesaro look like a billion dollars, even though Cesaro makes himself look close to that already. It's going to be fun to watch, and and I'm excited for it. After that, we got two our main events. Like I said, guys, this, this show flew. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso, like I said, if Bryan wins, he gets his Universal Championship match at Fastlane versus... Roman Reigns, but unfortunately, this match being as physical as it was, the boys find themselves outside of the ring fighting, and it ends up being a double countout. So Daniel Bryan does not get the shot. However, he doesn't lose the opportunity either because it was a double countout. We still have three weeks left until Vaseline, so there's still time to build. I expect this build to last for a while. An interesting development as well happening between Daniel Bryan and Edge, which I thought was rather intriguing in the tease because I want to see those two fight one another also. Daniel saying that he doesn't think Edge can beat Roman Reigns. That, you know, he doesn't think he has it anymore. or doesn't have enough to beat him. And part of me is thinking, before this main event, I was like, is, is Edge going to cost Daniel Bryan the opportunity? Is he going to attack him after the match? But no, Edge didn't show up at all. Even after the match ended, when uh, Roman came out and Roman and Jay beat up on Daniel Bryan again, no Edge to be seen, which part of me believes now that that was May have been because of what Edge, uh, what Daniel Bryan had been saying about Edge earlier in the yep, in the show. So who knows? We'll find out next week, hopefully. But yeah, that was our show tonight. Like I said, another great episode of SmackDown. Um, so if you don't already. Please follow us on Twitter at media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube as Bedlam Media. You can find us also on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find me pretty much anywhere at Scotty J Stream. We're on pretty much every podcasting platform out there. If you guys have a platform that you listen to and you can't find us, let us know. We'll try to add ourselves to it, and that way you can listen to us during all your one-stop shopping. But speaking of podcasts, those of you who do listen to us, we appreciate you so very much. 
but we have, a, we have a favor to ask of you. If you can, when you listen, whatever platform you're on, give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Give us a five-star, four-star, one-star, if you think we're crap, whatever. Let us know. Tell us. Comment on our stuff as well. You know, just we want it, We want your feedback. We want to know if we're doing stuff right, if we're doing stuff wrong, if we want stuff to change. You know, give us what you think will help you better enjoy the bedlam. And also, another another favor. For the SmackDown study and the Raw review, when you guys listen to those shows, how do you how do you want them to go? Do you like how I'm be, how I've been presenting it? It's kind of a recap of the show, also throwing in my personal feelings about the about the matches. Do you want it to be strictly, you know, what happens? Do you want it to be more of a, you know, an opinion episode? Let let, let me know. Comment on the posts that we put up on Twitter. Or on Facebook, we just wanna we want you guys to enjoy these podcasts as much as we do making them. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we had a, another amazing month. We cracked over a thousand downloads once again for the month. Uh, it's two out of the last three months have been over a thousand. You guys are amazing. We love you. We thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying the Bedlam along with us. But for those of you who are new, if you like what you hear, please, most importantly out of everything, please don't forget to join the Bedlam. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Have a good day. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.